Hello and welcome to the Deskography Podcast. I am Jeremy. And I am Jeff. And on today's episode, we are going to be discussing... Wow, just stumbled all over that sentence. We're going to be discussing the sixth, no, seventh Death Wish release, which is DW006. That's going to get confusing. Yep. It's the band Reach the Sky with their EP Open Roads and Broken Dreams. If you never listened to the show before, essentially we're going to just talk about the record, talk about what we, we've listened to basically for the first time for me. Yeah, same. I don't. Have you ever heard of this band before, Jeff? Never, ever. Yeah, so I hadn't either. The The name sounded vague, very, very vaguely familiar, but I had never really heard of I think there's a lot of The Sky bands. Like, yeah, a, it, like Alert The Sky. Um, yeah, so that's probably why it sounded familiar, because yeah. honestly, I, I never really... Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever really heard of them. But to be honest, I think this is the first... Like, they're the biggest band that I've never heard of that we've done so far. Yeah? they. It turns out they've done quite a lot of just everything so yeah this record's called open roads and broken dreams it's an ep it's uh how many songs are we looking at well okay so the original release yeah because this is a uh, re-release yeah i was gonna say so like let's back up a little bit this is actually a reissue um that death wish did the original release came out uh a couple years before, I want to say in 1998, um, the 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 record label East Coast Empire Records, which is a fucking mouthful, huh. uh, but it's that's a very hardcore label. East Coast named. Empire Records, East Coast, exactly. <laughs> uh, this was originally released through them in 98 as a seven inch with only four songs, but oh. the release actually had six songs. I think that was on the CD had six songs, but the seven inch only had four songs. Yeah, you know, the, there, one are, of those, there, are, there are extra tracks on the re-release. Well, no, that is not. That's the original release. Oh. The re-release adds two more songs. Oh, so like so you have the seven inch with four songs, the original CD with six songs and the oh. re-release CD with eight songs. OK, so it wouldn't all fit on the seven inch. Exactly. I think it was a space issue. Got you. I mean, mostly. Um, but yeah, so this was, like I said, reissued by Deathwish uh, in 2002. Um, in my research, it seemed that East Coast Empire Records kind of just uh, like significantly like just dropped off mm-hmm. uh, after about 2000. I mean, they, they put out another record or two, but they didn't really they were very active before that. Um, they released records from like Integrity and E-Town Concrete yeah. and like Darkest Hour and stuff. But yeah. So, and, and this band was also already already active as well. Like they uh they had already released a full length before this on Victory Records uh, in 1999. Uh, their debut full length was called So Far From Home. Uh, this and, actually came out in 1998. No, I'm talking about the the reissue. Oh, yes. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah, that of course. They, they put an LP out uh, before this reissue. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. They, they, did a, they did like a couple records through Victory, mm-hmm. uh, which was <laughs> honestly reading that like you you and I know victory today, maybe more as the label of like a day to remember <laughs> right, more than right. classic hardcore bands, but they used to put out hardcore shit like all the time. Like they did like, I think like earth crisis and mm-hmm. Snapcase and shit. Like, right. so this band being on that label is, is definitely not a weird thing, at least for the, uh, uh, era. Right. Um, but yeah, so they, they put out records on victory. Um, and then this record, like I said, reissued on death wish, but also, the original but label. also remastered. Oh yeah. Completely remastered, which yeah. it, I think the production sounds really good and yeah, I haven't heard the original. Um, but I do know, 
as uh, with the last record we discussed, uh, it was produced or it was recorded at Salad Day Studio uh, with Brian McTurnan. Okay. Same guy recorded the last record. We talked about that uh, Damage LP. Yeah, yeah, final. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, wait, sorry, not Damage. Uh, Jesus Eater. It was yeah. Jesus Eater. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, sorry. Yeah, we <laughs> fucked it up. We're a few episodes. I mean, it's all, I'm all confused. Um, but yeah, so they recorded at Salad Day Studio with Brian McTurnan, who, if you haven't heard that that episode, um, did like Bane and Cave-In and Circus Survive and Converge and just like kind of everyone. Um, his production style is very... Um, very good which makes sense because aren't there members of bane in this yeah okay so 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 this band this is what i wanted to talk about so this is a really great you know how sometimes you've never heard of the band but their members just they're a bunch of members just going to do really crazy stuff yes yeah so one of their guitarists uh went on to be in rise against interesting uh he actually, yeah, so he wasn't the original guitarist. I think it was it was some different guy, um, but he was on like their third and fourth LPs, which are the ones that got them like really blown up. Right. It after, was like after this. Up, yeah, yeah. So like they they really blew up with these two records and then he got kicked out and replaced or whatever. Right. Um, but I I had to reach out to my good friend Rob, uh, whose favorite one of his favorite bands is Rise Against. And he this is a direct quote. He said, uh, Chris chassis Ch- chasey i don't know how you say his last name uh is my favorite lead guitarist of like the six that rise against has had huh. um which is which is which is high praise coming from my uh, i don't know it's just like i thought it was really it's cool. pretty it's pretty high praise coming from rob paradise uh exactly. if you guys don't know him look him up uh check him out he's yeah look up mr <laughs> rob paradise he's on several punk rock uh storefronts in the gainesville greater gainesville area <laughs> he uh he's famous for uh coining the term uh punk rock pizza party um, yep. <laughs> he has his own line of sunglasses that guy's all over the place it's all over the place it's all over the place <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so that dude went on to be in Rise Against. Rob, not Rob uh, Paradise. No, not Rob Paradise. His, uh, his, Chris his, fav- his favorite uh, Rise <laughs> Against guitarist. Yes. Uh, and then another member who has, uh, on, this is the second best nickname in the band, Mike the Cap'n Mahoney. The C-O-P Cap'n. apostrophe in. Yeah, Cap'n. Right. Uh, he went on to be in Blood for Blood, which is another pretty, uh, <laughs> pretty big hardcore band. And then... Uh, Brendan McGuire, also known as Stu. Oh, Stu. <laughs> oh, Stu. And then honestly, the, the where I found it mostly, he was Stu. He oh. would be like, oh, that's Stu. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. But Brendan went on to be in Bane. Nice. So yeah, like I, like we were saying, speaking of Bane, members of this band went on to be in Bane. Right. And and actually, I, I got to go off on a little side note here. Okay. Uh, I, when I... <laughs> I was looking up Brendan, found out he's in Bane, uh-huh. and I was just like, holy shit. So I, I started looking up some Bane stuff, uh-huh. and this is extremely pertinent to this podcast. Bane was originally a Converge side project. What? Bane started its life out uh, when Aaron Dalbeck, who was uh, one of the original guitarists of Converge very early on, okay. before Jane Doe. Oh um, wow! Okay, yeah. So him and Kurt, ba- Kurt Ballou were were the is two he guitarists. On, is he on the Hell Child split? He's on the no, no. He's not on Hell. Ch- okay, so he's not on the Hell Child split because that was the first songs written without him. Okay, um, but Converge is obviously something that we're going to continue to talk about on right, this. Right, right, of course. But yeah, so he he uh, 
just started a side project. He was like, I want to be in, you know, something a little, little different, a little, little, little punkier maybe. Right. And so he started this band Bane. Um, and he eventually was asked to leave. I'm not, I'm not sure why that's not really out there. Right. And he decided to just purely focus on Bane and make it, um, make it his like full-time thing. And that's when Bane kind of really blew up. Right. Uh, and then also the original, uh, not maybe not the original, one of the early drummers of Converge before, uh, uh, their current drummer joined, he, he also joined Bane. Oh, cool. So like two original members of Converge were founding members of, of Bane. Interesting. Uh, but then that dude eventually left Bane to focus on Converge. Then eventually was replaced later on. I don't know. It's just, right. so he was in Converge and Bane and da, 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 da. And even for early, early shows, Kurt Ballou himself was playing guitar in Bane. Huh. I I had no idea about any of this. Yeah, that's crazy. It's really weird how intertwined Converge and Bane are. I mean, again, I know they're from the same area, but like, right. they sound nothing alike. Yeah, it's interesting. I thought it was really cool, and but I just wanted to that go is, off on a little... That is cool. Uh, go off on a little side note. Well, we just hit the 10-minute mark on <laughs> this episode. Maybe we should talk about this record. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, it's a fun record. Uh, it, it's that sort of, you know, melodic, emotional, hardcore. Uh, and speaking of, I mean, there's it, it reminded me a lot of Bane. It's it's, uh, you know, I, I, I would have loved this this band in like 2012. I was super into this sort of stuff back then. Not that I'm not now, mm-hmm. but I was really, really into that kind of that style of hardcore back then. Um, I don't know. I, I enjoyed the record a lot. Um, like I said, it, it reminded me pretty heavily of Bane. It also reminded me of uh, there. There's a my favorite song on the record is called uh, As the, As the Sun Fell on Summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is not one of the original four on the seven inch but it is on the original six uh i really like the leads in that song um and it reminded me of this band uh, called your demise and then i ended up looking up your demise and that this they sound nothing like them but i don't know it just like really (laughs) (laughs) it like really reminded me of them and then you know that weird nostalgia thing sometimes where you're like oh yeah this sounds like this and you're like Actually, no, it doesn't. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> Anyways, I, I really, I really enjoyed. I, I did enjoy the record a lot. Yeah, I feel like um, it's it's good. Uh, it's I mean, it's fine for me. I wasn't like super super into it, but I mean, uh, I think that it's good. I think I can appreciate it for what it is. It didn't like hit it for me. Uh, the I will say that the last couple songs on there, the ones that I, I'm assuming are the add-ons, I feel like they just tacked them on to the end. I didn't the last like, two, I, yeah. I didn't look at like the track listings uh, of the original and the re-release or whatever, right? But like they felt way less produced to me. Oh, yes. Like they were, um, I don't know, like maybe like they weren't scratch tracks, but like they definitely, I don't know, it felt like they just like needed to fill the length up. I feel like because um, I I definitely agree with you on the on the first listen. Uh, I didn't look up anything about the band because I always like to just listen to the songs without any sort of like pre knowledge. Right. You do and, so much more than me, Jeremy. You have like <laughs> well, you have like a process and like thoughts and plans on how you're gonna do it. I'm just like driving the publics, listening <laughs> listening to the records and being like. All right, that was the rock and well, that's rock a and time. record. Yeah, <laughs> this is some rock and roll right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So the last two songs, the bonus songs. Um, 
I don't think they were a part of the same session. I think that they were uh, at least April showers. I know was recorded before this record was recorded. I think it was more of a, of a demo type song um, on an, on an earlier like kick that they wrote that, that, that didn't make it onto the record. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Right. That they, so they just included that. And then I knew that the last song sounded familiar and I couldn't place it. It's a cover song. Oh yeah. It's uh the, 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 the ritual. What is it? <laughs> Rites of spring. Rites of spring. Yeah. 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 It's that, that fucking killer ass uh, emo band from DC. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they, they do a cover there and uh, like you were saying, like the production on those last two songs, is just not quite as, um, it's just not there. I'd be interested uh, to see the actual CD cover of this, the back cover, to see if it says bonus tracks. Yeah, right. Or if it, they just they kind of just were like, here, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, as a reissue, I think it's cool to add stuff like that. Yeah, it makes like it's it is a way to get people who are collectors or followers of the band to maybe like. If you weren't sold on the fact that it's remastered, I know you already own a copy of the original, but maybe these extra tracks will get you on board. Exactly. Like, or if you were like, well, I really a wanted issue to... is a hard sell, right? Yeah. It, it Well, it depends because sometimes they do reissues because it's just hard to find right. the original. But, you know what but I mean? I feel like, like, yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I, I But I, I do feel like this was more of a, uh, we want to put the band in front of a different audience yeah. uh, and maybe also sell the record to older fans uh, with with the extra songs or and the, uh, the re- mastering. We, and the- we really like this record uh, and we think that it could be presented better. Exactly, because they changed the album art. Right. They, you know, they didn't put it, they didn't re-release it on vinyl, but it, they did do it on CD. Uh, which seems to be a little bit of a trend in these early days of Death Wish, because that Jesus Eater record, same thing. There was no vinyl, just CD. Yeah, it's cheap. Um, I mean, vinyl's fucking expensive. It is. Like, I get it. Probably even more so then. Oh, yeah. And, and, and at least and nowadays, you know, they're, I mean, they do probably do still do CDs, but like vinyl's the main focus almost, it seems. Vinyl and digital anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the band... <sighs> This was not this was one of their early, early records. I, I actually found um a couple like reviews or whatever of the record. Uh a, a, a line I found was quote, a classic Boston hardcore release. And that was to push the fact that it was a reissue. It's like, hey, right, you know this fucking record. Uh we you know, it, it's a classic fucking record. Get it. Well, here's the new songs. And that, you know, this is considered to kind of be their hardest hitting release, quote unquote, um, because some of their later stuff went a little bit uh, less. Yeah, more alternative. Yeah, less, less heavy. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so the band ended up breaking up uh, not too long after this reissue came out, actually, um, because the reissue came out in 2002. The band broke up in 2003, right? Yeah, they split up a year after this. Yeah, they were like formed in like 97 ish. So they were a band for about six years. Um, And I found a couple interviews with them. And basically, you know, this is something we've seen time and time again. They just kind of wanted to go back to the normal, normal world and get jobs. Right. They didn't they didn't hate each other. There was no beef, no altercations. Just, hey, we've done a bunch of touring and 
released a bunch of music. Yeah, we're over so it. So we're just going to go do some stuff. Yeah. Um, they ended up reforming, uh, at least in the sense of like to play, you know, fast. They didn't, I don't think they put any more music out. They ended up reforming in like 2009 with a slightly different lineup that was basically made up of a lot of members of Bane. Right. Which, you know, it's sounds perfect. again it makes sense makes that sense. one dude went on to be in bane but yeah so they just were like hey we want to play these songs again but we don't you know maybe these guys can do it right <laughs> you know uh and they they did i think well they, maybe some um, of the dudes were like no i don't want to yeah and they reunited for uh this is hardcore fest uh in 2009 um which was i remember that announcement and not knowing who they were right uh, i saw the name and being like and then just like didn't really pay attention to it right um, but yeah, their final show in 2003 was with Bane, of course, Bane and this band just intertwined uh-huh. throughout, um, at the time it was, they, they also played with American nightmare who at the time was referred to as American, oh, American nothing, nothing. <laughs> yeah, a in or whatever. Yeah. Um, and like most precious blood and a couple other bands played. Sick. Um, yeah, it's a pretty cool, pretty cool little last show. Um, but we were just talking about, uh, the artwork. Um, yeah. So the original artwork, uh, I actually really like the original artwork. Sorry, I don't know if you, you saw it. Not the reissue. No, not the okay. reissue. The, the, this the original. Is, this is the one that I've seen. Can you see it? I can't. No, I can't see it. Uh, <laughs> you were away from the. <laughs> can you see me? Yes, that is the reissue artwork. Okay, yeah, that's the only artwork that I've seen. Yeah, so that is the one that was designed, I think, by Jacob Bannon, um, mm. which makes sense uh being that he he does a lot of the uh artwork for the death wish releases but the original artwork um oh see it? oh i saw that next to it actually yeah i'm looking at it right yeah. here on my phone it's right next to that i thought that was the back of the <laughs> um no yeah that's uh that's actually the original artwork so looks like uh, uh looks like uh the original artwork one looks like a um a cool tone uh, I'm going off the cuff here. A cool tone version of uh, "Take Off Your Pants and Jacket" by Blink One Eighty Two. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Um, it or like it, a starting line record. It's it's like yeah, it's more subdued. It's yeah. more it's like softer. It's very blue. Uh, it has like a pretty simple soft font. And it's I got mean, like some the, gas bombs on. The redo is pretty blue too. Well, yeah, but it's 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 like a I don't know. It just feels like uh, more. Uh, like harsher like a harsher blue yeah, yeah i have a um, i have opinions about the remake the re the reissue the death wish one that we're fucking talking about i'm tired of saying reissue <laughs> remake remaster blah. <laughs> the one that we're talking about the death wish put out i have some opinions about that artwork it looks like the world literature book that you were given in your freshman year of high school <laughs> like it looks like what would be on the cover of one of those giant brick books that uh that you would carry around in your book bag yeah it's school. like it's like a photo collage yes, yes. it's got the it's got, it's got the, a guy uh, in a tri-corner hat yeah it's got this the skyline or yeah, whatever yeah um to me i when i first saw it i thought immediately i was like oh this band is from boston oh yeah true yeah, it feels like a like a but yeah it's yeah. like it would be like yeah, it's the American history book that that focuses on like the yeah. the the Revolutionary War. Yeah, revolutionary like like uh, the settling of America by European like European contact. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think both artworks are kind of cool. Are, are cool. It's, yeah, uh, yeah, they're they, fine. They're they're very different feeling though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely feel I, I I feel like the old artwork maybe didn't match up 
with their aesthetic as much. Maybe that's why they wanted to change it. Well, if you, I mean, honestly, I think that Jake, I, whoever designed the second one, you said is Jacob Bannon. Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that he took direct influence from the first one to create the second one because the first one, the top of it is this light blue. And then there's like this like very dark, dingy, like old building underneath yeah. it. It's, it's actually it's actually gas pumps. Right. If you look really close. OK, uh, but I can see what you mean. I thought it was buildings at first. But, too. but like even if it's not just even the shapes and placement of those shapes in the new one, it's like lighter in the top. And then it goes into this darker thing with more like uh, square and rectangle, rectangular. Definitely. I could see that now. I feel, yeah, like, it, I feel it, like maybe he like took influence and did something. So he's like paying homage while also creating a whole different kind of art. Yeah, I, I think it's pretty cool. I, cool. I do like I like both of them. Yeah. Thinking about it now, it's like uh, a reissue's artwork should be an homage. I'm telling you, man, like we we got to do something with the artwork of Death Wish like like early, like we got, <laughs> yeah. we got to do something with it because like the more I like look at these album art pieces, I just like think about the artists who were making them and like what they were thinking when they were making the art. I don't know. It's fucking cool, man. I want to, no, I want to cool. interview some album artists. Yeah, absolutely. The, um, so I did look up the original artwork was done by a guy named John LaCroix, which I think is hilarious. Mm. Spelled, <laughs> spelled like the drink. Yes. Oh well, he quit doing uh, artwork because he went. He went on to become a multi-billionaire. And yeah, he made he made the, some uh, soda. Can vaguely the canned hairspray. It vaguely taste of lime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he did some artwork for for like eighteen visions and stuff too. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, we should definitely do. Ooh, what if we did a coffee table book? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Of all the Death Wish releases, yeah, that would be fucking I'm cool. Into it. I, I'm all right, ready to get sued. Yeah, you heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it here first. Uh, they gave yeah, us, they so gave us artistic license to do whatever we wanted with their brand. They without, did without they asking. Specifically, them. they specifically so. did say that we that we didn't have to ask. Yeah, they trust us. Um, but yeah, so you know, uh, I like this record. Um, yeah. Uh, so I, I, I it, you you might hear me say that a lot. Like I like this record, and wh what I mean by that is like I might not listen to it uh again honestly but in, in the sense of like there was nothing about it that i hated there you, was nothing that i was like oh i really you didn't dislike it yes i didn't dislike it and I, I think it's fun and i think it's it was uh, a good time to you know i was probably playing animal crossing or something while i was listening to it and uh, you were driving to Publix. it's a good record um it's definitely uh like i said very time and place for me uh mm. i would have really enjoyed it while i was in college um not so much nowadays uh but overall not a bad record yeah all right well um i guess we can move on what's next is it is it time <laughs> jeff i saw you uh <laughs> i saw you tweet uh or face post on facebook or yeah, something I, think I tweeted at you 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 need me you you lead this all right so it's time enough about that shit <laughs> yeah enough about the, the death wish discography yeah, fuck them <laughs> this is what we're really here for jeremy are you ready to be a contestant on what's in the box uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, that's the, a box that's of the noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh do i get any i mean yeah i'm all ready right, to be a contestant right, so i'm ready to be a good because you don't have a choice <laughs> 
so here's the deal. I will answer yes or no questions. And that is all. Do I get any hints? No. Oh, <laughs> damn it. You got to ask questions. Uh, I know th- this is this is not good podcast material. I, it's great podcast I know, material. Come on. I don't know what the fuck to ask. ask. Uh, it's a gift. It def- okay, okay. I'll tell. Uh, this is what I will start. It is a gift for you. Oh my gosh! Um, now ask questions. Is it Death Wish related? Yes. <laughs> is it uh, a CD? Yes. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> shit oh fuck <laughs> i don't know uh uh is it some is it a is it a cd of a record we've talked about yes Ooh, getting so close getting so close um is it uh jesus eaters record i fucking hate you this was supposed to be way cooler yes <laughs> yes i can't believe i got it so quick i know that's awesome that sucks where did you get that i bought it on the internet Oh, Jeff, that's so nice of you. And I couldn't find a copy when I was looking. This is what I fucking think of it. <laughs> Just throw that out the window. Straight up, guys, to be honest, I really did not know going in what it was going to be. Uh, I was just trying to use context clues. Well, that was fucking lame. No, it was perfect. Jeff, no, you're a sweetheart. Lame. Thank you so much. Shut up. Uh, when when hey. I next time I see you in six and a half months. <laughs> um, this art though, I will, uh, did you ever see the CD art? Uh, no. I'm pretty sure there's titties on it. Can you oh, see it? What? Oh, that's a, yeah, I can see that. That's yeah, a, like, that's a little weird. Some long nippled breasts. Uh, that's a little strange. Yeah. But the, um, the, the, the booklet, the insert, the insert booklet yeah is like a little mini poster oh that's very so cool the, I did not... so, yeah so the art that's on the front it continues continues down and there's a banner with words that say remember the truth that's very cool yeah so um the whole thing makes a little more sense when you have the whole piece of art uh, and that, that's honestly one of the things i like about physical media you that you don't get with digital stuff yeah is you know i would have never known that just looking at the right. spotify and, and then the inside is just this like blurry ass motion picture oh i love it but there's like no there's like no credits on this booklet at all like it's just like you fucking guess it's just (laughs) it's just art and then on the back there's there's some uh you know some um uh credits and shit but like yeah there's no then like underneath the disc is just hot pink like it's just really weird no art um that's really weird that's cool yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you that you got that so we could see a little bit more in depth yeah, into it i'm gonna send it to you in the mail thanks jeff you're welcome uh, all right well let's uh let's move on uh jeff have you been listening to anything new i have not been listening to anything new i've been listening to two gorilla biscuit records a lot oh man so we did make it 30 minutes into the episode yeah. but here it is they're playing fest. Yep. We talked about it before. <laughs> yeah, Gorilla Biscuits just got announced for fest, and uh, yes, they did, and I'm so excited. Yeah, I actually lose um, my shit. Uh, I've I've also been listening to them. I I, nice. I specifically their EP. I really like the LP you start today, but the EP is what I fucking oh, love it so much. Self title uh, thing. Yeah, it's fucking phenomenal. Yep. Um, I've also been listening to uh, okay, so Deathwish affiliated artist Ceremony. Um, they 
two members of their of them just formed a new band with some members of Sabretooth Zombie. Oh, um, it's a band called Spice, uh, and they just put out their first single. They put out uh, it's going to be a brand new LP uh, that they announced, uh, but they put out the first single off that LP. It's called First Feeling. I've been listening to that a ton. It's very post punk kind of indie rock kind of stuff. Hmm. It's very different than even like the weird shit that ceremony has been doing lately. It's not anything like that. Right. Um, it's very, uh, I don't know. I really like it. It's catchy. Um, but it's like the vocalist and the drummer of ceremony, um, playing in the band. You should check it out. It's yeah, very it good. It's on Bandcamp, Spotify and stuff. Uh, and then also I went down a little rabbit hole, um, with a good friend, our good friend, Jesse Brady, mm. uh, he he decided he wanted to listen to the entire discography uh, from Throwdown. Oh, no, because <laughs> I don't know how we got on the conversation of them. We used to listen to them a ton in high school, uh, and he ended up sending me a nice little ranking of what he thought the best Throwdown <laughs> records were. And that just got me into uh, I, I re-listened to their record Haymaker, um, which is it was the top of his list, uh, but I think it still it relatively holds up. It's it's a little cheesy with the um, uh, a very straight edgeness of it. Oh yeah. Uh, but uh, overall, I think that the 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 music and stuff still holds up. It's it's fun. It's it's heavy. Um, I don't know. It, it it's very also very nostalgic for me. Yeah. Like I said, I, I listened mean, to that record a ton when I was younger. Yeah, I mean, those things are always fun to jump back in and listen to and then you know put it back on the shelf yeah absolutely all right uh i can't believe you got this fucking jesus eater cd so quick <laughs> i fucking hate you i fucking got this shit i fucking <laughs> bought this shit as soon as you said you didn't want a cd of it and uh <laughs> i've been like i want to do the box game he's never gonna fucking guess and you fucking guessed i should have made it i should have put it in a big ass box if you hadn't no shake uh <laughs> shaked it, shaking it around, I would not have gotten it. I was mm. like trying to guess what would have been like plastic sounding. Yeah. Like that was the that was the giveaway. Hoisted by <laughs> I'm my sorry, own petard. I'm sorry. Uh all right. Well, next episode, we are going to be talking about uh ooh, familiar face, Hellchild. child. I spent thirty dollars uh, on this CD. <laughs> I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I spent don't three dollars on this. Song. Okay, that I was gonna say remove one of those zeros, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so yeah, we're gonna be talking uh, about uh, the album Bare Skin, which is a full LP. It is our first full LP that we will have discussed uh, by Hell Hellchild. It's what at least that's what I saw. Is it? Was doing. it? Wasn't Damage? No, that was a seven inch. That was an EP. That was an mm. EP. Um, yeah. So this is a full LP uh you know Great. we talked about them on the we, we talked about them on sick <laughs> on the first episode Can't with uh their split wait. from <laughs> their split with converge hey don't give anything away um all right well you can find us the podcast like bare say. skin like i'm like a rug no like uh like, like naked like naked like titties like well no nah. no <laughs> I don't know. I've been. I'm just looking at the CD art for this fucking Jesus Eater CD. It's it's just stuck weird. in your head. It's weird, man. It's it's weird to me how it's freaking, freaking me out. out man. They're just staring at me. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Fuck. 
Well, okay, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Uh, you can find us the podcast on various social medias like Instagram. You can find us there at Deskography Pod. You can find us on Twitter at Deskography. You can find us on Facebook at Deskography Pod. You can email us at DeskographyPod at gmail.com. Uh, you, you can, can tell us. You can send presents to. Give them your address. Uh, Deskographypod <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> no, your physical mailing address. Oh, that's. For the gifts. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely. Uh, <laughs> you can find us on all major podcast platforms. I'm going past it. I'm moving past it, uh, including Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you found this one. Yeah. Um, and you can find me on f- on Instagram and Twitter at desk. Oh shit, not at blah, 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 at Iron Raygun. And yes, as my friend Matt Marshall recently pointed out, my Twitter handle is a play on the words of Iron Reagan, the band, and also the band Naked Raygun. So it's a it's a little it's a little twist. It's so you're, funny. He's like, I've known you're so proud of yourself. I can I, see it in your face. <laughs> it took him like I've had it for like five years. I specifically <laughs> remember when I realized that it was that like two years ago. I was gonna say like, <laughs> it was, it was several years into it, and I was like, oh god yeah. damn it! <laughs> yeah, exactly. You say it out exactly. loud one day, and you're just like, oh, you're like, oh, Iron Raygun, oh, oh, Iron Raygun. Oh. Oh, Iron Ragon. It's okay. like it's like JFK saying Iron Ragon. <laughs> what's your what's your socials, Jeff? Oh yeah, you can find me on Instagram at despite Jeff, uh, or you can follow Jeff Hill in the Car Bomb Sermon. You can find me on Twitter at Car Bomb Sermon. Um, Didn't you just put out a new song as well on that comp? Or is that was oh, that an yeah, old song? I'm yeah, sorry. no, no, no. I totally did. It's on Knife Punch Records. Knife Punch Records, yeah. Uh, and it's a comp called Songs to Stay Home To. Uh, and it's like 30-something songs by a bunch of amazing artists. All the songs were created at home in quarantine, uh, which I thought was a really cool idea. And all the, that is all, a cool idea. All the money for that, it's on Bandcamp at Knife Punch Records Bandcamp. Uh, all the money that's raised from that comp is going straight to COVID charities. So that's really cool. Uh, yeah, I put a track out on it called uh, Cabin Fever. Um, my friend Josh Turner from Discordia did the production work on it and the music. Um, and then um, Dane Abernathy did the mixing and mastering. And I'm really excited about it. It's cool. I get to reference Home Alone in it. And uh, the, al- <laughs> the cool. album art is definitely the fucking... Uh, Oh no. The furnace from home alone. Um, Perfect. So yeah, that's, that's cool. But anyway, I want to give a shout out to you guys. If you're still with us after the, uh, the damage episode, uh, where we (laughs) talk, I went back and listened to it and much, much like, much like how that shot of Anne Hesh (laughs) lingers for quite a while. The three of us, linger for quite a while on that discussion it definitely Uh, it went a while yeah so (laughs) thank you guys for sticking with us through that you know like this is this is what art is sometimes art is dangerous (laughs) sometimes (laughs) art is dangerous. you're absolutely right all right well that's gonna do it uh from me and jeff here at the discography podcast uh thanks for listening oh yeah and uh You'll be hearing, uh, no, fuck it. Never mind. <laughs> fuck it. The, I don't, I don't know when anything is coming out in order. I don't fucking know the goddamn bonus episode. When is that coming out? Oh, that's going to come out, uh, before this thing that we're recording right now. 
Yeah. Fuck me. Yeah. Hey, well, we can still talk. <laughs> I hate everything. You fucked me up with this fucking CD and this fucking box, McGuire. Podcast <laughs> over. <laughs>